This is The Peaceful Corner, Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Hello everyone, welcome back to The Peaceful Corner. I hope you guys are doing wonderful. Thank you all for joining once again. Um, It's always a nice time here in the presence of God, fellowshipping with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. You know, um, yeah, so I'm here to tell you a story about me (laughs) um as you know most of you have probably heard in other episodes or not my name is peace um and uh i don't think that's the reason why it's called the peaceful corner but you know i think i will talk about that a little bit too um i guess maybe we should talk about that first the reason why it's actually called the peaceful corner is because um well, okay, maybe I'll talk about me first. Then I'll then it will make sense as to you know why it's called the peaceful corner. Um, but I guess I will start from. I don't. I won't say the beginning because this this episode will be very long. Um, but you know, one one of the reasons why the peaceful corner start was because um, maybe in middle school, going into high school, I found myself in a very dark place in a place where, <clears throat> you know, most of most people find it hard to come out of you know and some people don't find themselves there some people do find themselves there and they have to try so hard to keep up with the act and you know keep it together and all that and but you know middle school into high school you know even elementary school you know from the very moment I came to the United States I went through so much bullying and you know a lot of bullying even in church unfortunately and you know low self-esteem you know not knowing who I was you know, um, and because I, 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 I think I would say that I acted more as a, I didn't have many feminine, I mean, masculine, I think that's the word or mas or let me just put it plain as simple. I didn't act so much as a boy as the world would want me to, you know, playing soccer, playing games or playing any like sports. I didn't play any sports. I didn't play games. I, I just didn't have any interest in them. I could learn, but I didn't have any interest in them. I played an instrument, you know, um, but I wasn't a boy in the eyes of the world, right? Um, I did more feminine things. I had more girl friend girlfriends as girls, even though not all of them were very kind to me. Do you know? Um, but I did so many things in school, you know, clubs. I directed if I was a student director of a play at one of the first plays that happened in my school. You know, I I had so much love for many different things for the arts. Um but I remember going to um sixth grade you know and you know middle school and then you hear different things you know many people um you know have so many access to information and coming from a christian home and you know with parents i didn't really uh, you know of different culture and from the country that i live in in the united states you know it was you know there was very many different things that we didn't do you know i didn't have a phone when i was in middle school until i got to high school you know i think yeah when i was leaving yeah basically high school because i was leaving middle school and i forgot my first phone um and you know but all these things you know so going to school and hearing what people are saying you know by that time middle school many young people had gone into the summer and come back and have learned about you know sex they've learned about you know all sorts of things and so and then but then the school was also teaching sex education and stuff like that you know um they had you know become more mature they were dressing in certain ways they were doing all sorts of things and i was not that guy i really was not that guy i was a very simple person i still am um you know i don't wear designer shoes not that i don't 
I actually no, I don't like them. No, I don't like all of them. Most I when I see them on somebody else, I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. But I would never wear them though. You know, that's just that's just me. Yeah. But I was a very simple guy. You know, t-shirt and jeans type of person. You know, not doing too much. You know, and I know that's probably the style that everybody wears, but you know what I'm talking about where, you know, especially when you see school students, I would never fit in in that picture. You know, even the people who are maybe quiet and all this other stuff, they also had their cliques and they had their, you know, people that they talked to. They had their own understanding. But for me, I always, I always, I remember always saying to myself that God, why can't I find people who understand me, who love God like I do? who want to actually learn to know God because in as much as I didn't know myself and I had so much low self-esteem and all that, I always wanted to know God for some weird reason. I always wanted to know God. I always wanted to hear his voice. I always wanted to, you know, pick up my Bible and read, but then I would never read it because I mean, you know, I just didn't. And I wish I had people to help, you know, to read it with. I mean, there were some people here and there, but they weren't really substantial. You know, I had friends, but not really much friends. No, I didn't have any friends at all. That would be lying. Um, I didn't really have friends at all. You know, I didn't have people that I would go home and say I would call if I was feeling down. Um, you know, and really, I mean, thank God for my parents because then I could tell, you know, them some things. But then it was not everything because, you know, that wasn't really the dynamic of the house and all that. Um, um, and I'll say too much on that. They were great parents. Really, they really were. Um, you know, but not everything was said. And so, you know, joining the church workforce and, you know, enjoying that, you know, and, you know, and then, you know, doing many things, you know, singing in the choir, you know, helping out uh, plan the teenagers programs and all this other stuff and so much involvement. But I remember I came to a place where I was like, do I know the God that I say I'm serving? And, you know, obviously, and I think we do this a lot in the church, we want the youth and everybody to do things. But how much of God do these people that we are saying we want them to do things in the church know? Do they know the God that they're serving? Do they know the God that they've always come to church to serve and worship? A lot of them don't even know what love is. They don't know why they come to church and worship God. They just come. And genuinely, I'm not just trying to throw shade or make anyone feel bad. I've literally sat down and asked some of my peers. I'm like, why do you come to church? And they're like, well, because... We have to kind of come, you know, our parents put us in the car, we come. And also because then and then you see some of them are older and they still come to church. Why they come? Because they've built this cult, this religious cultural mindset. So they come to church, you know, because we come, have to come and worship God at least. Because that's what my parents taught me. So we go. But they know God. That was my own pursuit. I wanted to know God more. You know, and because I, you know, there was so much going on and I was in church and this and that. And I gave my life to Christ in January. January 13th, I believe, so 2013, actually. And, um, you know, that was the beginning of my walk with Christ. But it wasn't, you know, I was still very young, you know, and there wasn't many people to really, there wasn't really many people who could take actual time to, I would say, mentor, right? There were some people here and there, you know, people tell you these things and encourage you and all that. And I, I applaud them and I appreciate all of them. But there was no one that really, you know, oh, let me grab this child by his hand because he's just 12 years old and he wants to know God. You know, Jesus was 12 when he, you know, was at the temple teaching people, you know, but there was never that, you know. And so, you know, obviously parents do their best and they really did. Um, and but, you know, like I said, going to middle school, you hear all these other type of things. And then that's when, you know, the knowing of pornography and 
all this uh, and masturbation came and sex in general you've never heard it before it's new to you but then sex is something that god has created but then the devil has perverted it right because sex is not demonic at all but because the devil has perverted it there's things that should not be done right um i never went into drinking or drugs or any other thing like that i just for me i just kind of was like drugs mm -mm. <laughs> you know the taste of alcohol or the smell of it already irritates me so no um, and a lot of people that get into these things, it's not, most times it's not even their fault. Peer pressure has allowed, has pushed them there. Sometimes it's even the things that they see at home that has pushed them there. Um, and I've, I mean, I'm always praying for people like that because I remember I even had one friend who, um, who went into this very dark place in high school when he had so much things happening all at once to the point where he went to his neighbor's house and he started like, and they gave him drink and he started drinking and that was where drinking started for him um and i remember that year we actually cried because it was almost as though his life was just about to start wasting and like me and somebody else and when she was telling me i, I mean this is not about him this is about me um and now that i'm even saying that i think i should check up on him i do usually but you know I, it's just a reminder for me um but you know, you hear about my aspiration and all this other stuff. And, you know, for me in that time, I didn't really know who I was. And because of the, all the people, the things that people said ab about me um, and the feminine comments, it was almost, and I remember even being called gay. Like, you know, they were like, oh, you're gay, you're this, you're this, you're that, you're gay. And it was constant. And so to a point where I started actually believing it and started, I never really showed it out there, but I started believing it. I started believing it. And I was like, wow maybe i am because i don't do a lot of things that boys do and so i would force myself to try and maybe like some stuff you know but then it would not work because this thing had already been said so much and it's not just it's not that it was said only in school or by people who are my peers it was said by adults and in to them it was not necessarily intentional but then we also have to be careful of the things we say especially to children because these things sit and they go they they last for a very long time you know um maybe comments like oh you're always acting as a girl right you know and they would laugh about it or don't cry only girls do that um you know certain things right and understand you know the place of you know don't cry and all that you, know, you have to be a man and all that i understand that in the place of not pampering a child over, over pampering a child and all that you know, we get it, right? I might be a parent, but I get, I get, you know. But I'm saying that, you know, the things that are being said, especially even as a parent, you know, to your child is really important. And I remember one of the understandings that always gave me was if everybody fathered and mothered their child just as God does to his children, we would all be great parents. Because if we really look at how God takes care of us, what God does for us in our life, how God cares for us and instructs us and gives us correction, we would be better. And if you've never experienced that, well, this is a call for you to get closer with God and go deeper in him. And, and really, so that you can walk in the way God would have you. Because the way God would have us walk is imperfectly. We can be perfect. And we can walk in that perfection because we already made perfect in Christ, right? So, you know, it's it's really important that we walk in that. Um, and so, you know, it was really a, a it was really a tough time for me. 
um you know and so you know i started watching uh pornography and it was bad it was it was bad because at first when i saw it i didn't really understand what it was and you know these things you kind of think you kind of think like oh why is, why is this person watching it you know and all that um but we never really realized that these things also are controlled by the devil and they have their own spirits that are behind them right and so and that's why he says be careful the things that you see with your eyes guard your hearts and all that because once these things come these things they seem to stick more than the things of god right and because your sin nature is already there and especially for a young person that doesn't know that his sin, that his flesh is fighting with his spirit he will stay there you know and and the flesh will overrule no for real the flesh will overrule because it's not supposed to put yourself on that section and control. Yes, you're learning all these things, but you don't know how. You don't know how. You don't really know what to do. And so you give in. Because your friends are talking about it. Your friends are making jokes about it in school. This is almost like the norm. You go to the bathrooms. You see stuff about things like that. Right? And so, you know, you get into masturbation. You get into pornography. And really, it was really tough. And I think that's... And so I remember... Because I didn't have any friends and I didn't have anyone to talk to and I had so much going on in my mind and, you know, wanting to know God and wanting to really live a life that was holy and pleasing and accepting to Him. And, you know, it's not everybody that you can go to and talk to. It's not. And it's and, and on, on, honestly, even there, if there were people that you can talk to, how many people are ready to get down the ground with you and walk through it with you without you feeling condemned, without you feeling like you are the worst person ever? Right, without them also, you know, not giving you that assurance that you are in good hands and believing in you that God can change you, God can do this. You know how many of us are ready to do that? It takes discipleship, it takes in intentionality, it takes so much. You know, and so, you know, it was really tough. And so I remember, you know, in twenty sixteen, um, I think that was when the song Oh Lord Set My Heart on Fire for You came out by Victoria Renzi. And that song really did some started something in my life, you know. And I started to sing and I started to hear her songs. And I remember it was even last year or this year, earlier this year, where I was, where she was telling us that that album was her first album, and it came as God as an instruction, God telling her that this song was supposed to reach, um, revive the lost or bring the lost back to Him. Right, I think that was that was the purpose of that album, and really most of the songs on there you can really see what God was intending to do with that, and so oh Lord set my heart on fire for you, and even in the midst of this God set my heart on fire for you, and I started to do more things in church, you know, and I was singing in the choir and you know getting better at my um, singing in the choir and praise and we're leading praise and worship by the Spirit of God helping me and coming to understanding that I wasn't singing for myself or singing for singing's sake, but I was singing because. God had given me the gift to sing and then he wanted to use it and amplify it, you know. Um, and so, you know, all these things were happening, you know. God, ah, I mean, I was, you know, it seems like I was feeling the spirit, but I, and it wasn't, that was not it. You know, because honestly, we should be careful enough to know that sometimes even this, there's a spirit realm in both sides. There's God and the devil. They, there's spirits, right? The only difference is that God is far above all principalities and power right so you know being careful enough to know that sometimes even the things that we think are spiritual we should never pray ourselves to the point where i've heard of stories of of some people who have prayed to the point of madness 
because they encountered other spirits that they thought was god right and so but you know um I, you know i started just you know doing a lot more in church and god was really setting my heart on fire i remember i rededicated my life i don't remember when but i remember i dedicated my life one sunday when pastor daria deboy came to our church of blessed memory um and uh he you know and that was that, that that day i don't know for some reason i was like i need to dedicate my life to christ and i did you know um and you know sometimes you actually think that when you do that you know all these things will go away but we did and we don't realize that there, there's work that needs to be done right after that right and i remember actually i remember i told one of my teachers that day that oh i dedicated my life to christ and she was like why did you do that you know, and, and and in her pursuit, she was trying to ask me why. Like, what was the reason you did do that? And I, I think my answer to her was like, I don't know. Really, I just felt like I needed to. Um, and I did. And so, you know, then, you know, I continued this walk with Christ. And so I come to, and so fast forward to maybe like, maybe 2018, I would say. Um, there was that more of like, okay, we had, I'm doing all this stuff for church and all this other stuff and all that. But God... I need to know you. I need to know you more. And so I would try to read my Bible more, try to pray more. And in the course of all this, I don't remember when I received the gift of the Holy Ghost, but I received it. And it's and it's amazing to me that I don't even remember. I don't know when it happened. There was no... I didn't fall down under the anointing. There was no like extravagant thing that happened to me. I just know that one day, I started to speak in the Holy Ghost. And... Uh, it really was my pursuit for God, really. But I would not speak in the Holy Ghost a lot because I didn't really know what it was. Um, I don't even remember the beginning stages of that. As good of a memory as I have that God has given me, really, that particular thing is very faint and vague in my mind. Um, but, you know, I would uh, start to, you know, yarn to know God more. But still, I was struggling with this, you know, masturbation and pornography thing because... Unfortunately, it has something to do with your mind, you know. And that time, you don't, you, I didn't really know what it had to do with my mind. I did not know, but you know, it has something to do with your mind. It alters some things in your mind. It really has a stronghold on you, right? Especially because that feeling of wanting to have sex is not a dynamic thing, but it has been perverted, right? And that's why even the Bible says that lust of the eye is a sin. You understand? Yeah, but anyways, um, so I would have problems with with that and going on, uh, but then twenty twenty came, and you know the pandemic came, and I remember the first thing I, I think I probably said this before here, and uh, the first thing that came to mind was um, when my teacher told us that oh you know we're gonna be going home for about two weeks, and everybody was like oh you know all was very excited. It was my senior year. And um, I was like, oh, this is great. This is great. And so I was, but I remember the first thing I told her was, I'm going to get to read my Bible more because I don't get to read it as much because we have schoolwork and I have to get up, wake up early, go to school, come back. There's activities at school and all that. Come back, do homework and all that, you know? I know that it can be done. It can really be done in high school. But I, you know, for me, I didn't have a structure to build myself around that because I was struggling and I was doing church work and I was doing this, 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 and that. And it was almost, and like I said, I didn't know the person I was serving. But I was serving him with all my heart. You know? And I was doing schoolwork at the same time. Um, and so I started to read my Bible more. And I, that's when I started to really see the gift of the Holy Spirit start even 
manifest even more and i started to speak in tongues you know that tongues you know and grow you know and blast in the holy ghost and pray and pray and pray and pray and read the word of god and i remember the one book that someone gave me was called ignite my heart and it was such a beautiful book and i think i've even talked about it on here as well and it was by john Prevere. and i started to read it and it was the best book i've ever read and it really changed me and my heart really was ignited and I had a journal that someone gave me as well. I started to write, you know, the things that God was saying to me, ideas that would come from nowhere. I didn't really know what, I didn't really know that it was from the spirit of God. Some of them have not come to pass. Some of them have, some of them were just me writing down, right? But from there, I remember, I was like, I, I've always wanted to start a podcast, but I didn't want to start it because I didn't know what I would do there. I'm going to be talking about gist of like what, the world is going on. I mean, like, why would I even do that? A whole bunch of people are doing that, you know? And so, you know, then discovering this gift with God, you know, and loving God. Just like, I remember the, one of the first things God what taught me was love. Loving everyone and loving everyone around me. Loving myself. You know, after coming through all the pain of you know, not having anyone to talk to and all that. And I think that's and that, that, that's where I'm even going. I remember sitting, time sitting in my room, and I think I've mentioned this here as well. And I would just cry and cry and cry and say, you know, God, I know you're there. I know you can hear me. Please help me. Please talk to me. I need a friend. I need a friend. And I remember crying and sitting there and keep crying. You know, people are saying, are calling me this, are calling me gay, are calling me that. And I think I believe it. I think I, I, I am, right? Um, I'm struggling here. I'm struggling with pornography and masturbation because I know it's a sin. I know, I know it's a sin because every time it happens, you know, I feel guilty, and I know that you don't like this. I know that it's against your word because I've heard, you know, they've taught it to us. You know, sitting there and just crying, God, I need your help. God, I'm, I feel like I'm not the brightest of people in school. You know, I'm in one of the, like, hardest programs in school. And, you know, I'm I'm barely passing. You know, God, help me. So much crying out to him, God. And then I started to cry, God, I need to hear you. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. And I remember even in that, as those years came by, I said, you know, Victoria and you know, played a really, I mean, God used her songs, you know, and so I remember there was one song that she sang, oh, God gave her, it was called, I Can Be Real with you, um, which actually, you know, I'll talk about that another day, but I Can Be Real with you, said, I can, I can't, the song says, I come naked and unashamed, you know, my weakness, you know, my strength, you see my secret clothes, you know, my heart, I can be real with you, I can be real with you, so, I lay my burdens, I lay my cares, um, I lay all my idols. I think I'm mixing up the lyrics now, but you know, I laid all out to you. Um, I can be real with you, and really, you know, I started to sing that song. It's like God, I can be real with you. Here I am. Show me myself. Show me myself. Show me myself, so that I can change. I'm, I know that I'm struggling with these things. Whatever something's in me that I've not given to you. What else? And I remember from there, you know, I started to hear God. I don't remember exactly where and when, but I started to hear God in my spirit, in my heart. So when I started to then when I started to start hearing him audibly and it was life changing, you know, because then I found a friend. I had a friend. I would sit and be still and just listen to him talk and just talk to him and laugh and tell him god my did not go so well i'll write it in my journal and then i remember when i was like okay i want to start a podcast i was talking to one of my friends and i was like i don't know what to name it you know and i really want to make sure it's well and i want to talk about what god you know and i think it's time really to start it i think god is you know god is leading me 
you know back then it was i think god but now i know god is saying this and saying that you know um and so i think i i believe she was like the peaceful corner um i were having a conversation and she said that he's i think she said i believe she was one that actually said it through the Holy Spirit's inspiration the peaceful corner um, I had some other names here and there that were floating around, but I was like, this is not it. But when I had the peaceful corner, I knew it was for me because that was exactly what I was doing with God. I had a little corner in my closet where I would sit and I would just talk. Or I would pray, you know, in prayer meetings or I would read my, you know, read my Bible or write journals down or even watch movies because, you know, but I don't really watch that much movies. Actually, I wasn't really a movie lover like that. I would skip through the movie because you know I, or i was sleep you know but <laughs> that was my corner it was peaceful and i would talk to god and that was where it came from the peaceful corner and then you know as i you know as i, I remember the first episode that we released was in 2020 where it said the peaceful corner you know introducing the peaceful corner in, in october 2020 but we didn't really start an episode until 2021 so you know, it was the peaceful corner uh, that I got. That was how I got the name. And then, you know, the Holy Spirit revealed to me that it's peaceful corner, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Because the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We love, we we know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we love the love of God. But the fellowship of the Holy Spirit is the thing that we miss in this in our journey with Christ. We don't build that relationship when we don't fellowship with Him. We don't talk to Him and hold Him as our Father, as our best friend. As our best friend, the Holy Spirit is our best friend, our comforter, our teacher, our guide, our everything, name it, is our, that's the fellowshipping or the koinonia, as some people say, right? Fellowshipping, dining, playing with, laughing with, gisting with, crying with, you know, expressing your anger, expressing whatever it means, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. And that's why you see most of our episodes are really... I kid you not, and I'm not lying, and most of the guests that have come here can say this. I don't give you a script. I do not. I don't have questions for you beforehand. I just come and we fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Whatever Holy Spirit puts in my mouth is what I say. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to say before I come and record, but I come and I record because I'm fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. I talk to him. As I'm talking to you right now, He's here. I always say that he's here. My big brother is here, Jesus Christ my father my you know my father <laughs> my god he is here as well and my best friend and we are fellowshipping together do you get it do you get it this is the peaceful corner fellowship with the holy spirit where we are real with god where we are open with god where we are free with god where we are not holding back where we are doing exactly what god wants us to do where we are talking about the things that need to be talked about. Where we are moving in the way God is moving us and leading us. Where we are receiving chastisement. And where we are receiving reproof. Right? Yes. But God delivered me. God delivered me from masturbation and pornography. God delivered me from low self-esteem. God delivered me from my mind. I mean, I started to read the word and proclaim it. I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. The eyes of my understanding are opened. The eyes of my understanding are enlightened. I know God. I see God. I read the word. You know, his thoughts for me are for good and not of evil. My heart is, you know, ignited with fire. 
you know, I love Jesus because he loves me. He first loves me. I fellowship with him. The beginning of the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. The word is for me. The word is alive. It is active. I am his child. Grace how works that Jesus do. Uh-uh. Grace how works will I do than Jesus did. You know, started to proclaim all these things. And I always had, and, and it delivered me from fear because I always had this fear that, oh my God, God delivered me, but it will come back. And when every time I had that fear, I would go back to that. Right to that place of low self-esteem and all that, and you know, I, I used to be so shy to the point. I mean, I'm not. I I would don't like to use the word shy. I know I'm not very out. Like you know, I'm, I talk to people. I can meet people now and talk to them and be like, "Hey, how you doing? What's going on?" You know, and, and hold a conversation. There's many things I won't say though. You know, um, I'm not necessarily the most bold person. You know, I, I am a little shy though, but not that much as I was before. And I know what I'm saying. And people who knew me when, like, you know, when I first came to the United States, I wouldn't look at you in the face at all. Because why? You know, I would always look down and be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, but God delivered me from all these things. And I'm here to testify that Jesus saves. Jesus heals. Jesus changes lives. Jesus transforms. And this episode is already 30 minutes. Um, but... Jesus is Lord. Ah, peace to follow Jesus. And you know, this is why we even have we overcame month where we, we overcame and I overcame all of this by the blood of the Lamb. Oh, oh, Shakradama Sekete Librayanda Rakaya. I overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. This is my testimony, and there's so much more. And God is still writing my testimony and writing who I am. But God saved, God changed me, and I'm here to stand and testify that he has done it in my life. He can do it for you, whatever it may be that you may be going through. You might be sick in the body, and I, I, I even stand upon the authority of Jesus Christ, and I say, you are healed. You are healed in the name of Jesus. You may be going through addictions, maybe drinking, maybe drugs, whatever it may be. I say that every addiction is pulled right now in the name of jesus every sexual perversion we cast them out in the name of jesus may be dry and be lacking in your place of prayer receive fire upon your altar in the name of jesus the desire to study the passion for the word of god the passion for the things of the kingdom you begin to seek god you begin to seek his righteousness you begin to move by the spirit you begin to move by the spirit you begin to move by the spirit in the name of of Jesus, you begin to fellowship with God. You begin your eyes are opened, they're opened right now, right now to seeing realities, to seeing uh, I pull you up, I pull you up, I pull you up, I lift you up by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. I lift you up from every depression, I lift you up from every pit that you are in. Right now, I lift you up in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Yeah. We love you, Father. Thank you, Father, for always being with us. Thank you, big brother, for always, and thank you, best friend. Thank you all for always fellowshipping 
with us we know that you're with us and we know that you're here and you always and you always just show your love so mighty in our midst thank you and thank you to all of you that joined and are listening to this thank you for encouraging and for listening and for sharing Uh, continue to pray for me you know my name is peace by the way continue to pray for me i love you all continue to love jesus love jesus that's the only thing i can ask of you really (laughs) i don't think my birthday is coming soon and i and the one thing i was gonna say was don't give me anything give me your passion for jesus i heard i heard someone say that so I'm saying it to give me your passion for Jesus. I don't want your gift. I don't want a cake. I don't want nothing. Give me your passion for Jesus. Can you choose that this day, this year, I'm going to pursue Jesus with everything I've got. You understand? And I will hear about you. I will hear of you. I will hear of the thing that God is about to use you and do in your life. Because God is about to use you for the end time work. Some of you listening to me right now, you're like, you're going to be healing evangelists. There's about three, five of you. That are going to be healing evangelists. There's about seven of you who are going to be apostles and prophets to the nations. There's about 20 of you that are going to be working in the business sector. You're going to be shifting things to favor the, the, the children of God. And there's going to be some of you also in the political side. But I'll hear of you. And we'll all dance and sing and say, God is good. Right? God is good. And he has lifted us. I love you all. God bless you. God keep you. Join us again next time here on the Peaceful Corner Podcast. Continue to bask in the glory of God. Continue to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Bye-bye.